0: Welcome back, everyone, to the, some would say, HITS podcast. Uh, I think that was Clay Colborne last week. Um, The Faith Awakens. I am one of the co-hosts, Megan Grady, still a student. Some would say e-learning student, I guess. That's how I would describe myself right now. Um, I'm joined, as always, by everybody's favorite campus chaplain.
1: Father Tom Hennon.
0: There you go. Oh, I guess right.
1: It was me. Okay, good.
0: It was you.
1: Good. Yeah. Well, hey, nice job with the intro, Megan. I think we should keep this up. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
0: I was trying to emulate uh, what you've been doing, which is great. Always been great. But I think it did a little better. Not going to lie.
1: I still think, um, you know, we could discuss, like, I mean, I know we talked about this outside of the podcast, but you know, we should talk about, you know, having different themes where one week it's kind of like the obnoxious morning show and we come up with our best radio voices for that, you know, like, hey, welcome to the Faith wagons podcast, you know, um, or we yeah. can do our, our really kind of smooth and smarmy NPR voices and kind of talk like this and, well, Megan, uh, how are you doing today? And just kind of that kind of thing. That would be fun.
0: Yeah. Yes. I'm all for that. Whenever or, you want to start that. Or I'm the in.
1: college radio show, like the Hey, everybody. This is uh, this is Father Tom coming at you from KLA. We're going to listen to some tunes you probably never heard. Here goes nothing. That kind of thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Perfect.
1: Well, well get right anywho, on that we have somebody else on the line with us today. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that is...
2: Lauren. Yeah. Yeah, Lauren, introduce yourself. Um, I'm Lauren Bullweg. Um I'm the director of music and liturgy here at Saint Ambrose.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Lauren. Good to have Great you on it. the show. Yeah, Love thanks Lauren. for having me. Yeah. I'm kind of
2: nervous. This is my first ever podcast.
1: Well, you should be nervous because lots and lots and lots of people listen to this.
2: <laughs> so many.
1: Yep. So many. Yep, so you might want to get a separate P.O. box for all the fan mail you're going to start to get after this week.
2: Perfect, perfect.
1: Just giving you a warning. Okay. Uh, well, part of the reason that Megan and I had discussed having you on the show, Lauren, is um, is to talk a little bit about your experience. Uh, obviously, we see each other on a regular basis and work with each other regularly through campus ministry, but this has been a really unique year for you, given mm-hmm. that just this time last year, you were looking at graduating from another small uh, diocesan catholic <laughs> university that is arguably slightly inferior to the one that we're at now but we won't go there um we'll
2: remain nameless
1: <laughs> that's right no you no you are a loras grad and that's wonderful <laughs> and good and so um, and we're we're grateful that that you came our way, uh, but last year at this time, you know you were looking at starting your first real job out of college and you know applying here and being interviewed and all of that kind of stuff, and then you got hired on here, and we had like a normal year for a little while, <laughs> and I'm sure that was still not normal for you because it was your first year, and then this happens right so um yeah, so i I don't know what 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 comes. To mind or uh, what's on your on your heart as you reflect on these this past year as a whole but in particular um, in the last couple of months
2: yeah yeah it's definitely been a quite a year um, I Facebook memories has been doing a really good job of reminding me of the past year and actually almost to the week last a year ago um, I had my interview for st Ambrose mm-hmm. and then a couple of days later, my religious studies thesis was due, and then a couple of weeks after that was my senior piano recital. Wow! So about a year ago, this was like <laughs> the most stressful couple of weeks. And and honestly, looking back, I'm like, how did I, how did I do that? How did I make it through? So yeah. Um. So yeah, there's definitely been a lot, a lot that's happened in the last year, and a lot of unexpected things, such as a pandemic. I mean. <laughs> Nobody, nobody goes to their first job thinking, oh, it'll probably end in a, a worldwide pandemic. Um, but <laughs> I hope both people don't start their jobs like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, when I've kind of been reflecting on the last year, I think, um, you know, coming into your first job out of college, you, there's a lot of transitions that happen and um, a lot of new, new things. And I mean, for me, I, you know moved an hour and a half away from home and from my away from all my friends um started a completely new job at um a completely new college and <laughs> um lived on my own no roommates nothing so yeah everything was completely new um and so like in in that time of transition what you really want to look for is consistency in a routine and um and we work on a college student schedule so routine is kind of <laughs> kind of wishy-washy sometimes, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think I kind of, I finally got into the <laughs> the schedule and, of knowing, you know, okay, I'm going to be at work this time, or this time, I'm going to see these people today. Um, kind of this semester was when I felt more concrete in that, and then suddenly that all was gone. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's been kind of, I mean, it's been a strange couple weeks for everyone, of course, but um, yeah, I'm just continuing to keep adapting and, um, yeah, adjust to this new normal. Now we have a new routine and um, kind of thought I'd be able to just ride out on my old routine for the rest of the year, but, but that's okay. We're we're all adjusting and we're all doing it together. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I remember because um, before you I was Chris, and I remember when Chris announced that he was leaving, and we were like, oh, my gosh, how are we ever going to replace Chris? And when you came, it's like you've been here forever, Lauren. Like, <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> I, like I, I, Sometimes, like, when you were talking about all that, like your interview, like, was a year ago, I'm like, oh, yeah, she hasn't been here all of my college career. Yeah. Like, so I don't know what you did, but great job at just uh, blending in there. Because it feels like Good. have known each other for a long time, but. Yeah.
1: No disrespect to Chris if he's listening no, out there somewhere. Oh yeah, some of no. No,
0: listen. <laughs> if Chris is listening, Chris, you're the best. I love you too. But no, I, I think that's so rare to have someone come in and just have like a very fluid transition, like you know, getting to know all the students and all that stuff. I think that would be really hard. But you did a great job. A plus.
2: Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, I couldn't do it without the amazing students that took to me so quickly, like, I'm, yeah, very thankful for everybody being so willing to get to know me and accept me (laughs) being a new person here, so, yeah.
1: So I know that a lot of um, what your job would typically entail is not able to happen right now because you're Director of Music and Liturgy, and, and that doesn't cover it. Of course, there's a lot of other things that you get involved with in general with campus ministry. Um, but music is a big part of that, and that 's a big part of the reason we hired you right you know right, so right. so how are i mean I know I get to see kind of behind the scenes a little bit for some of these live streamed things how you're doing that, but I still gotta think it's strange to be providing music for worship um when nobody else is there or recording it for some use later or so maybe talk a little bit about that experience. How do you do music ministry without people?
2: Sure, sure. Yeah, it's um, it's a completely new, different type of music in a way, um, I, I at least for recording music for our radio masses that we have on Sundays. Um, that's really been the strangest thing for me, is um, recording myself playing and singing at the same time, um, which singing for me has... I've grown a lot, especially this year, um, with confidence and being okay with singing. And, um, so yeah, so, um, recording myself is very strange. Um, and I'm used to playing live for people. And when you play live, you kind of, you know, if you make a mistake, you kind of have to brush it off and keep going, which took a long time for me to to learn to not sweat the little things, um but when i record myself then i can listen back and hear all the mistakes um mm-hmm. and the perfectionist part of me comes out quite a bit then so um yeah so recording sometimes takes me quite a long time because if i don't tell myself like no it's okay <laughs> yeah. you know don't yeah. don't it doesn't have to be perfect um yeah it can take it can take a while but well am uh, <laughs> learning and yeah, yeah it's getting getting easier
1: of course part of the reason we do that recording for the radio masses because, A, there's not really a way to do live music set up in that kind of right. tiny studio in the radio, but also, you know, that extra pressure of, hey, you're live on the radio. Right. Don't make a mistake.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> versus, exactly. Okay,
1: I can record this, mess up, re-record it, and then send that in. And of course, nothing is ideal right now, liturgically speaking, so we're all kind of making do with some of those things. And Liturgical music, of course, is meant to be done live and with the congregation and all of that, and people responding in the back and the forth that happens. And so that's that's hard when that can't happen. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely missing something. The other thing I was going to say about you, Lauren, too, is you know some musicians, maybe many musicians, um, kind of are. There's just something that goes along with that. I think it's you know musicians and artists in general where there is kind of a bravado or a almost sometimes that prima donna thing, like performer showiness, there's none of that in you. Like there's like not, and it's not that you don't do your job well, but you don't have you, there is, there's not a prideful kind of vain bone in your body that's saying, Hey, look at me. And so it must be a extra difficult for someone who, and you're probably more on the introverted side of, yes. <laughs> of things. Definitely. So it must be kind of hard for you to kind of put yourself out there on, um, on the stage, so to speak, um,
2: Yes. Musically,
1: and like you said, vocally, especially.
2: Yeah, I've always um, been very, very nervous to play in front of anyone. And I've been playing piano since I was five years old. And I only just, like, stopped getting super nervous before Masses even. Probably, like, I mean, even a couple months ago. Like, I played through high school, played through college, and before Masses, I would be so nervous and so shaky. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's almost. <laughs> I don't quite have the performer. Well, honestly,
1: I think uh, the secret of a lot of those performers though, are though that they're nervous too. It's just yes. the way they deal with their nervousness yes. is by like this cockiness, kind of a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And I'll admit, as a priest, you know, I've been celebrating masses and bring, you know, giving homilies and and you know having to in that sense be in front of a lot of people, and I still get nervous before big masses and things like that. There's no, and I I hope I always am because it probably means I'm taking it seriously. Right. Uh, when I start just kind of waltzing in and like, oh, this is no big deal, I do this all the time. Um then I've lost something. I've you know I've missed the point, you know. So mm-hmm. it's good.
2: Yeah the adrenaline can fuel you to to do well and to yeah. pay attention. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well I'll keep doing what you're doing under the circumstances certainly. So
2: thank you. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Megan, when are we well, gonna I... hear your accordion um My accompaniment? Accor-
0: Oh, my gosh. I thought I had it in my room. That's funny you ask that. I think I put it in storage with all my college stuff because, you know, that's a part of my college stuff is my accordion. (laughs) I'll have to bring that on next week. Yeah. Make a good point. No. Do you have Not that good. No. No. no.
1: She can play happy birthday.
0: Kind of. I can kind of play happy birthday. What? In the sense that you guys were both talking about how, like, you mess up you just persevere and how Laura's really good at that which she is I can't do that so I will start playing and then I'll get it wrong and then I'll just start over I'll just be like let me start over and then I'll do it again and I'll get it around I'm like let me start over and then I'll just keep doing that until everyone's like not amused anymore and they're just like okay just like keep going um but I'm gonna try my hardest to uh play I'll, I'll bring it next
2: week and when you can listen to it yes. Not on air That's amazing so That's
1: an advertisement or a warning for the listeners next week <laughs> Be prepared For some accordion oh, yeah. action
2: it's You know I be, think yeah, I
1: good. think
2: there's probably a place For an accordion in music ministry Yeah
0: uh, I Is there <laughs> I <laughs>
1: We could start. A I don't podcast. even know if
0: God would want to hear that. I mean, yeah, He's appreciative of everything, but I don't think he'd be very. He'd be like, "Please stop, Megan. Just <laughs> go back to running."
1: <laughs> if if the pipe organ is supposed to be the king of all instruments, right? That's what it was referred to as. Then, you know, maybe the organ is like I don't know the. Um, I don't know the stepchild the forgotten i don't know what
0: (laughs) yeah i don't know maybe we could we could work on some stuff lauren in the fall i'll just i'll bring it in absolutely mass or i don't know if that's a thing that's probably disrespectful if we do
1: there are places there are parishes still that have Mm -hmm. polka masses Mm-hmm. I have You're never kidding. been to one or celebrated one. I imagine they are just like normal masses, but a lot of the music is like polka influenced, which okay, I suppose you could make some argument for appropriate cultural, you know, uh, expression there just like, you know, when we have masses for the Hispanic community, of course the music reflects that as well. And so you can imagine a lot of these like German communities in rural Iowa or Illinois and and that kind of thing where a lot of the immigrants for German and they this is the music they listen to. Okay, I I can see that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I might have to draw the line there.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was thinking we could do it um before our midnight breakfast mass. Just at the uh. end just the end when you're leaving, I'll just like start playing because <laughs> and then and then we'll all follow you to the calf. It'll just we'll parade behind you perfect
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing but we're going to anyway, be missing this year is that wonderful midnight breakfast
0: yes and i was so sad because this not that the fall isn't good i'm not saying that if anyone from the cast is listening i'm not saying the fall is bad but i know in the spring they have crispy cream donuts and that is my motivation to go to midnight breakfast in the spring because i literally i go in i just make a beeline for the donut table i people are trying to offer me eggs pancakes my history teachers like you want some orange juice i'm like not right now dr skillen i need the donut and i go and i grab like five plates because they put one on a plate and that's just not enough for me so i grab like three or four plates and i go and sit down and eat them all so that was kind of a long rant on that mm. but I I think I need to start a petition to have one, have those in the fall. They're 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 probably expensive. That's probably why they don't have them. But
2: now I'm even more sad that we're not going to have it in the spring.
0: I know. I'm sad about it. Hmm. But anyway, Lauren, I had a question that I was going to ask you. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of people like, especially like younger faculty on campus have a problem of getting like people thinking that they're students and uh, that they aren't employed by the university. So have you ever had that happen to you within this first year? Have you ever been mistaken for a student?
2: Um, yes. I'm kind of blanking on, like, any specific moment. Um, But I definitely – I do feel like I have the ability to, like, not sneak around campus. Like, that sounds a little bit sketchy. But, like, if I just kind of I, – I can blend in, you know, if I wanted right. to – to like sneak into the calf or some. oh i did Ooh, i did sneak into the calf for last fall's midnight breakfast but i feel like that was okay yeah actually i didn't we sneak go over in. there knew, and just
1: hang out a little bit too and that's kind of yeah. they don't they, I, they purposely on the those midnight breakfasts i don't think they scan ideas or you know, they just click you in or whatever i don't know but yeah yeah but yeah you weren't you weren't, like, full-on trying to impersonate a student. You were just No,
2: that's true, that's true. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I just feel like, because I've had, um, it, during practicums, I've gone to schools, and I remember one time, I was because I was sitting at a desk just observing, and this teacher handed me some papers, like, and she's like, take one and pass it back. And I'm like, oh, no, no, like, <laughs> I don't, I, it was like a sub, that day, but I was just like, uh, no. And I held up my badge. I was like, no, actually, oh no. Like F- <laughs> I was like an FBI agent. I'm like, actually, no, I'm <laughs> I'm an adult. This is my adult card. And
1: I, I know. You had to
0: flash your ID or whatever and be like, for the short time working.
1: I was an education major, I had to do some observation hours over at Rock Island High School, and that would have been like my sophomore junior year, and I know I looked like a high school kid um and so for for to you know sit on on this history class and be referred to as Mr. Hennan uh was really weird um and then some of these you know like Rock Island high school football players that are twice as tall as I am and have full beards you know and i 'm you know i 'm Mr Hennan to them <laughs> it was funny, yeah,
0: yeah, I agree it is weird.
1: So um for both of you any any uh, big uh news from your shelter at home experience in the last week any any exciting progress any triumphs any sorrows any um anything like that that you have to report on
2: I actually yesterday um kind of took advantage of the nice day and decided to go on a bit of a road trip um so those of you that don't know me that well, my family is kind of in the Dyersville area and my friends are in the Dubuque area, which is pretty, they're about half an hour away from each other. So it's about an hour to an hour and a half drive for me to go and see any of them. So I decided that since gas is so cheap, it does not it's not as expensive to, to do the trip. So I bought them both little succulents. Um <laughs> and watercolor painted, little cards with really, really cheesy um, sayings on them. One of them was like,, um, even though I can't come into your home, um, you'll still always be in my heart and my phone. And I painted like <laughs> like a FaceTime um, image of my friends on my phone. Yeah, very cheesy. Um, but I stopped by their houses and like put it on their doorstep and rang the doorbell and like ran away six feet away. It was Mayday. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I, I surprised a couple friends and my family. And, and of course we were, you know, social distancing and um, being safe. But, but yeah, it was just nice to... To actually see them rather than, you know, yeah. seeing them on my phone and, um, yeah, and seeing the surprise on their on <laughs> their faces was pretty priceless.
1: Yeah. So, That's mm-hmm. a clever idea. Very Yeah.
2: Cool. It was good. It was good. It was nice.
1: And a beautiful day for a drive.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so creative. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Megan, what um, about you? Other than school, obviously, but anything?
0: Yeah. School... Uh, First of all, shout out to all the SAU students, because these last two weeks are um, the absolute worst. I would say um, that the week before finals is the worst. Um, So shout out to all of you. Keep working hard. We're almost there. Um, But yeah, besides school, uh, so I have these, we have these little boxes in our backyard, and we call them like fairy gardens. And it's like got little statues of like little gnomes and stuff. It's really cute. And uh, mine got knocked over. So um, I spent a little bit of yesterday cleaning up all the dirt. I'm thinking it's from my, uh, I like to say it's from my sister's uh, fairy garden. There was like sabotage going on. There was like a rivalry between the two. <laughs> That's the story I made up in my head. But so we, I was scooping dirt back into mine. And then I, we bought some flowers today to put in there and just kind of make it look nicer again. So, yeah, it's a little rainy here, so we're going to try and do that later. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I've been enjoying the nice weather, too. Like Lauren said, it's been super nice. So, yeah, running. <laughs> what about you, Father Tom? What have you been doing?
1: Um. Well, I had told you a little bit about this before, but was it Friday? I finally got sick of it enough to go and buy a set of clippers. Uh, I went to, I went as quickly and as early as I could to Walmart thinking, well, they probably won't have anything, but I did find a set of clippers and I, I did it. I did the home haircut thing and it wasn't too bad. Now, if I turn around in in the WebEx here that we have, you see that I have a giant stripe up the back of my head, then please tell me. But, um, I think I would have noticed that even in the mirror, but yeah, so that that was that felt like a triumph. Like I can do this. Like I am still going to pay a barber as soon as I can to go back to my regular barber, and he can fix any mistakes I made. Um, but to know that I can, in a pinch, figure this out uh, with the help of YouTube instructions um, from people that are probably professional barbers that were cutting their own hair. But um, so that was a good thing. And then I, I, um, you know, I, I I'm always buying a bunch of bananas, and they're always going bad. So I decided, well, okay, what's the other thing I can do? I've done numerous things with them, but, of course, the popular thing, everybody's baking bread. So I decided, okay, I'm going to try my hand at banana bread this time. But you have to know I have tried banana bread a lot, and every time it's come out dry. And so I found this other recipe, and I tried it out, and personally – I think it turned out great. I actually gave a loaf to Lauren the other day, so she'll have to report on how it was, but mm-hmm. um hopefully that was also a triumph. Certainly kept me busy for a little while. It was fun.
2: Yeah, I haven't tried it yet, but it's waiting for me when I go home today. So,
1: it, if you if you like nuke it for 10-15 seconds and then a little butter, mm. That's perfect.
0: perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if Lauren calls sick tomorrow, we know what probably uh, <laughs> yeah. is the source of that, right? I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Good fine. point. I'm just yeah. bitter that I didn't get any. You should well, mail some.
1: Yeah, I can mail some banana bread. Or well, now that I've got a recipe that I think works, ex- I, I mean, I could still mess it up, but I think I'm I think I found my recipe.
0: You start a business.
1: I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I mean, it's good, but not that good. (laughs) Good deal. Well, um, Lauren, it's been awesome to have you on the show. Thanks for giving us a little bit of your perspective. And uh, for our listeners, uh, I know Meg and I have talked about uh, in coming episodes maybe getting Tammy also on, who works in campus ministry as our director of faith formation. Um, And then also... Uh, maybe getting some of your coaches on i think it would be really neat to hear their perspective a little bit as i you know lots of you know your your whole outdoor track season was canceled was it not
0: yes it was. so
1: that's going to be it's hard on the athletes but kind of weird for the coaches too so i'd like to kind of hear from them on that would be good yeah well um Megan, since you started us off um as and you did so well at that, and normally you kind of sign off with that you know uh that phrase that we use, I think we should kind of reverse the roles here, and so I will do the 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 end piece there and um and then we'll we'll call it good for the week, huh?
0: yeah, sounds good,
1: all right, well, the faith be with you,
0: and with your spirit, ooh, that sounded good, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Have a you good week. Be, week. be safe. Be healthy. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Bye.